your motorsport and motoring radio show. Now on 88.5 FM, the valley comes alive. And podcasting across iTunes and talkandpower.com.au. Episode 147 of the Talk and Power podcast, and I am here with Street Machine in Royalty. I use royalty too much in this podcast, but I think it's fitting for this episode. I'm joined with Stan Coase. From thank the you. Australian Street Machine Federation of WA. Yes, thank and you. And Mark Happy-Williams over there. Good afternoon. Everyone. Good evening. <laughs> from Wasma and Summer Nats Grand Champion as well. And from Still Bumper. That's where I first met you, actually. Still Bumper days. Long time ago now. And over in the corner here, we have Vicky Wilder from Wasma as well. But she's just observing, she said. She's <laughs> just going to be listening in. And uh, she's media, media... Yeah. There you go. Thank you, Vicky. Vicky. So, Vicky's done a great job on putting us guys together and doing this podcast tonight. Yeah. Fantastic. This, this podcast is definitely one for those that are not necessarily in Western Australia, but if you are in Western Australia, it's certainly pertinent to, to you. But for those in the street machining scene, modifying cars, car clubs, whatever it may be, I think we'll find something for everyone here on this episode to, to for you to get some content from. So thanks, Vicky, brought everyone together here, so I really appreciate that. Stan, we'll start with you. Um, I had to look back at my notes, but it was episode 91 was the last time we caught up. We're up to 147 <laughs> now, so it was episode 91, back wow. at your place, back okay. in that was a couple of years ago now. At least 20... 18 or 17 somewhere? No. No, no, it was no, no more recent than that. Recent, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. It was in the in the midst of the COVID era, but yeah, we were able to meet at your place. And that was with James, wasn't it? James, yeah. Yep. James yep. from Shannon's yep. as well was, yep. was there for that one there. I really enjoyed yep. that one, actually. It was a nice, relaxing evening at your place. I know, and, and, and I, I, it was great that you'd, you'd, you know, we got involved with you about with that podcast because um, everything we've been doing with DOT, we had not really discussed with anyone and thanks to Nick we actually decided to do something mm. so I think look what we what we discussed then really helped get some of the word out yeah but um, I think that was before correct me if I'm wrong Mark I think that was probably prior to me working with Mark and Wasma yeah, it was. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it certainly was. But yeah, look, we'll kick we'll kick it off with you, director of Australian Street Machine Federation, the WA division uh, affiliation with with Osma. Tell us a bit about. Take us a step back for those that haven't listened to episode ninety one, and there okay. there might not necessarily be a lot of people that have listened to that episode. But tell us a bit about your involvement back then in two thousand and sixteen. How you got involved in the Australian Street Machine Federation? When. Um it, it, it happened It happened in my shed, talking to Claude about my LX hatchback Tirana. I've had, it, I've had three Tirana hatchbacks for probably about 30 years. Mm. And then this particular one that was a six-cylinder, not a V8 one, I said to Claude, Claude, you know, I want to put a small block 350 in it. Usual stuff. And, and Claude said, what's the issue? Not knowing that Claude is from South Australia and everything over there is totally different to here. Um, so Claude said, look, um, Hey, you, you, you've obviously, you know, done a lot of work with DOT. So I said, mate, I've done nothing with DOT. I'm just a dude trying to build a car. And he said, look, I'll, I'll, I'll come back and I'll show you. So he brought back some paperwork of a HT 
T Monaro, a VB Commodore. These cars back then had 12-inch rims on the back, huge horsepower, and I said to Claude, so these are obviously like, you know, street, off-the-street type cars. He said, no, these are street-registered cars in Adelaide, South mm. Australia. So from that conversation, Claude, I said to Claude, I rang him one day and I said, Claude, let's do something about this. Let's, let's put a couple of guys together. So at the time, I think Xbox Mark came out in 2017. Uh, year 16, before. I think. Yeah, year yeah, before. Yeah, 16. Year before. Yep. Yep. So I, Chris was quite busy with the car. I got in contact with Chris. I said, Chris, let's, would you like to be involved? Chris put his hand up. Claude obviously put his hand up. I contacted Shannon's and because I was doing a lot of car events already with the Hot Rod Show. Mm. Uh, Shannon's was the sponsor. James came on board. Then there was a handful of people, probably about five or six, that got involved with, with wanting to discuss about modification rules with engine, wheels, and all those things, and normal street cars. Um, <coughs> the group sort of just got together as a bunch of guys, nothing official, but it ended up in the end, everyone dropping off and ended up with just the four of us, Claude Delise, Chris Bitmead, myself, and James McDonald. Obviously, my wife did the admin stuff. So I, what I did, I said, let's contact DOT. DOT would have nothing to do with us. So I thought to recognise ourselves as a body, I approached um, Chick Henry and I asked him about um, the Australian Street Machine Federation and Chick said, look, he started, again, I don't, don't, don't um, uh, put me to this, but I don't know what, how far back when he said, look, contact Queensland Division of ASMF and talk to them. So I did and I told them I want to work with government and they said, you want to be affiliated to us? I said, yes. So they told me to register ourselves as the WA division and that's how that started. Mm -hmm. As soon as we did that, so it was already 2016, 17, 2018. So in all those three years, we were just talking, trying to work, get notes. Claude was very good with research, as everyone knows. Uh, James helped us with all the insurance information. And then um, I made contact with... Um, I'd rather not mention names, but with one of the main guys in DOT. And he started to work with us, but his manager was very resistant to us working with DOT and in, in regards to a modified streetcar, wheels, engine. Um, we had another year of blocks. After that, this other gentleman that was basically rejecting all the applications, he worked with us for a short period, then... He said, look, I can't help you anymore. So in all that time, from 2016 to, did I say 2017, 2018? Yeah. 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 Um, Claude made a step forward and Claude said, look, I might be able to find out someone through his business. So then Claude made contact with Stuart Milgate, the senior engineer at DOT, and he straight away knew who we were. And he said, look, you are a body that we, um, we recognise. And... That's when the real traction started. We started to work with them. Um, so at that point, we had already been invited and given regular meetings. <coughs> Sorry. And um, with those meetings, it was just consisted of myself, Claude, James, um, Chris. And we had one or two invited guests, 
But the main step was when Brett Silich, the signatory engineer, got on board and GIT realised we were making traction. Thanks to, I'll repeat this again, thanks to Claude's research. Um, so we kept working. And then as time went on, um, you might be able to help me here, Mark. When WASMA started was in... Twen- um, it was in sort of mid-21, or early 21, 20. when it was all starting to move forward and, and join. Thank and you. Yeah. Get pace. Yep. Yep. And Mark had done a great job. Um, vo- um, Mick Rack had started... I'll, I'll let Mark probably talk about that, but it was great that Mark was the president, Graham was the vice president, and... There was a bit of a board. So we affiliated ourselves with WASMA. And the purpose for that, for us, was we weren't wanting to voice our work because we were bound by confidentiality. So at the end of the day, it was great. Mark's association was going to voice. They were going to be the peak body to voice to the general street machine. So it was an easy join. Mm. Um, So we could do the work. Mark's association would take it out there. But, um, and as we went on, that was working great. We invited Graham, the vice president, to come on board. And in the short period that he's been with us, he's been very helpful. But I also know that um, a lot of the work that Graham has brought on board is also, and I must give credit to Mick Allender. Mick Allender has been great to work with. Yep. He was with us in the early days and he always offered to keep working with us because of his contact with government. So a lot of respect to Mick Allender. Um, so of recent now, that's where the relationship is with WASMA. Mm. We, we still, do, ASMF still does not want to be the voice of the work and I'll be supportive in any way I can to Mark and the association to yep. keep continuing. Um, Mark will probably bring this up. Chris Bitmead wears both hats, mm-hmm. ASMF and WASMA. Yep. So he's the yep. TAC yeah. uh, representative. So we go into meetings, we come back out, Chris sort of, or we Sits all, but, yeah, yep. we, we would communicate with Mark <coughs> and mm. the, uh, how should we say, the committee. Yeah. Yep. So yep. so I'll leave it at that. That's, that's where ASMF, and ASMF is continuing and will continue to work with DOT. Mm-hmm. Um, for one reason, they've mentioned to me that the, the, the trust and the confidentiality that we've kept is why they're still working with us. Yep. There have been other groups that have approached them and that trust has been broken. Mm. So I'm very strong as the director of the group. I will continue that. Yeah. And I'm sure I have no doubt that the guys with us, with ASMF, have trust in what in keeping that and will continue feeding information to WASMA. Yeah. Yeah. Do you think, however, like there has been a, a heightened understanding of our car culture in probably the last five to seven years that, that that has changed. Like we've seen the government become, and Mark, you might be able to answer this a bit better. Like we saw the C4C um, being brought in, so that's classics for concessions. For those we've spoken with, um, Chris Bitmead in the past and, and about that. But do you think the government in Western Australia has a heightened understanding of of what you guys are trying to do now in, in, in more recent years? I think they're more um, more aware, definitely, of their, there's a larger body of street machinists that are out there. Mm-hmm. Um, due to Eddie Arachi's great work and the ASMF boys, and there's, a, there's many different little groups that 
were trying, but not as big as Eddie and these guys. They mm. were just really putting their best foot forward. Yep. So now that we've got Wasma started and joined with everyone and brought them all together, so then now we're still <coughs> on offshoots of Wasma in different areas. Mm. Um, we've got the TAC committee, which is the which is Stan and Chris and Claude and James. They speak to the DOT and then they relay and then they come back and then we discuss from there. Yeah. So we've got a – it's a very professional outfit. It's a very quiet outfit. Yeah. We are trying to put the name out there, but there's not much we can tell. So we've got to sort of keep our cards close to our chest at the mm. moment. Yeah, of course. So yeah. the, the bits that did come out, like obviously the C4C, which is fantastic. Those little years, four and a half odd years at of least. hard work. Yeah. Mm. So um, I can't take – that off anyone, they've just done the most fantastic job on that. Yeah. So hopefully the next one that we're <coughs> going to tackle will come out soon enough, maybe in a year or, yeah. or so. We've still got a yep. fair bit of work to do, but yep. um, hopefully the main thing of Wasma is putting numbers behind us. Mm-hmm. So if you've got 100%. a car club out there and you guys want to be a part, that we've got a bigger say with the government, then we need to join Wasma, fall yep. underneath, and then we've got numbers so if we've got 5,000 or 10,000 numbers and we say we would like this, then they start to listen. Yeah. This is why we started exactly. WASMA, to get a, a group yeah. body. Yeah, so that's the whole idea of WASMA, is to bring in a number of car clubs together under one under one banner. Car clubs still run essentially on their own. They do. But yeah. they still have, a, 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 I guess, a technical person or a voice a higher up that that, that – that they that they can go back to. Well, that's right. They, they come along. They we liked everyone to come along. So mm-hmm. um, if you feel like coming to a Wasma uh, meeting once a month, it's just fantastic. Come along, voice your opinion, find out what we're doing, all that sort of thing. If you're a part of another car club that is affiliated to us, mm-hmm. then come along. I think we're nearly up to sixteen odd clubs that fall under yeah. us now. Yeah. yeah, we are. So we've got a lot of numbers that are starting to fall. So. We just need a little bit more out there, but we can't tell too much yet. Yeah. So yeah. it's it's a hard one to try to put the name and everything out there without telling everything that we're not allowed to tell. Mm. So I think Mark's knocked that on the head. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. As much That's as where it is. Yeah. yeah. That's where it is. Sorry. Well, look, I mean, only four weeks ago, I think it was four weeks ago, we had uh, uh, Pete. And Alison Davis sit in those two seats right oh, there. Fantastic yeah, people. Yeah. I'm a part of their club as well. Yes. Yeah. 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 Well, I joined up that night as well because <laughs> I mean, just, just, just for the, just for the cause. But um, that's what they. That's when you got a club, they fall under Wasmer as they well. Do. Yeah. Spoke yeah, very highly of your organisation, yep. and yep. you know the work that they're doing as well <clears> on their own. But collectively, I mean, they've got a lot of members there and a lot of, um, you know, people that that. Are, are into the scene and yeah. and want to help as well. So that's 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 good to know. So those car clubs that are out there that are that are Department of Transport approved. Yes, yep. totally, totally not as, as people say the underground car clubs, which is just <laughs> people that yeah. hang out together. Yeah, these are uh, actual done legislative. They are all. They are actually real car clubs with. With the committee members and over 30 people and all the correct ways to go about that they are falling under WASMA, 
and that's where Pete and Allison have exceeded by tenfold. Those guys are amazing and a mm. great club to be involved in, and yep. that's why I joined in there as well. Yeah. yeah. I'll be honest with you. I don't think people understand what's involved in, in starting a car club. So when you just Definitely. said that, like, you need a constitution. The constitution needs to be vetted by the government. Yep. You can't just write a constitution saying we're only going to allow, you know, big block chefs or something like that. All, all constitutions need to be vetted by the government. They have to, you have to have AGMs. AGMs have to be held at a specific time. Yep. So what we're trying to say here is these are not car clubs that are followed by Pole Air One on a Saturday night. Are they? <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's correct. I mean, Mark's point about that is 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 dead right. I mean, uh, I, don't, I know Mark, and this may be talking off out of line, but I, I was never much wanting to be a club person. Mm. Um, it's always just myself. <laughs> that was both of us. Yeah. <laughs> my younger days, yeah. I was I <clears throat> went to a club, and I that's why um, I went down this path with Stan the other yeah. day, just yeah. for example. Yeah. And the guys at Wasmart, I I was in a club, and they treated me very poorly at the mm. first start of it, mm. and I was just a keen little seventeen year old. Mm. And so I went, well, clubs aren't for me, so I failed <laughs> out of clubs, yeah. and I started Steel Bumpers many years later because That's I right. didn't want to be involved in a club. Mm. And then you find the right like-minded people that you want to be involved with and yep. that actually have the proper heart to it. And that's the club to stick by. And that's hence yep. Alison and Pete at um, Northern Steel. Those mm. guys are great. Yep. And that's why we're all a part of that. And there's the Cuzzo Club. Don't yeah. tell anyone. I was yeah. part of a Ford Club as well. Yep. So, <laughs> so I just enjoy all that. But that's exactly right. Um, it, it's tough. But find the right like-minded people and your club becomes a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah. Definitely. Yep. So tell us, Wasma then, it, its infancy is, is, is probably th- Three. I'm trying to remember myself, but it sort of sort of coincided with the start of C for C as well, from memory, rough, yeah, roughly at the same close, time. Very close yeah. to it. Yeah. So that came out April. April 21. 21. Yep. 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 So we'd been going. I can't even remember the exact date because it was all sort of thrown together. We did it quite quickly. Got the constitution ready. Yeah. And and picked yep. everything. Yeah. Um. And it would have been the start, or it would have been actually in in late 20. I think we started. Yeah. Somewhere there, yeah. um, maybe October or so. Yeah. But when we got all that together, um, it has been a whirlwind in that manner. Mm-hmm. We've changed different uh, club rooms and just run off nothing because we're a very small, we, we like to pass on all the club members yep. to the associated clubs and that's why we said we would never take members. We are enough to be a club and be a governing club and that's yeah. it. That's yep. all we are. Yep. So yep. that's that's how infant we are. We are yeah. very new. But um we did our AGM and we've stuck with the same people who have been re elected. So we're all still sitting in the committee up the front. Yep. Um and it's we've got a very powerful brain mm. in many different areas that come along to Wasma. Yeah. Those yes. like the likes of if you come along, you've got Chris, you've got Stan, you've yep. got Clint D. Giovanni, you've yeah. got yeah. Um, a whole bunch <coughs> and arrangement of talent in yeah. there yeah. that know nearly everything I would say about everything. Mm. Yeah. So yeah. It, it's a really good we cover to, to, yeah. We cover a big... To bounce off, yeah. With, with everyone we cover, our reach is quite far. Yeah, yeah. In regards to the infancy, yeah, you know, we're still trying to reach and that will be an ongoing thing. But there's never been anything like this previous to, no. to this. No. So we're, no. we're the CMs, you know, <laughs> the, the CMC is the only 
that's the closest own, yeah, thing, that's which is, cl- you know, as you all know, the CMC is to do with your historic and classics, yes. all unmodified cars, which yeah. have always had club registration. Yep. And we've never been able to have a modified car on club registration. So that's what we that's what was fought by yeah. all of these guys. And then yeah. we sort of jumped on the bandwagon to make sure that we got everyone <coughs> together. So we looked at one mm. at, at one giant group going at, at the government or, yeah. or, or not at them, but making our voice heard, heard. So yep. as one group. So that's where it went. Before we go down the technical path, let's just finish off with C4C then. I know you've talked about trying to change C4C slightly. So some of the some of the changes we're looking at uh, currently as it stands is 60 club days and 30 private days. Um we're trying to get a you're looking at trying to change that to a 45 45 split so 45 club days 45 private days um, yeah we're always trying to push the government yep. to get what we want but as it's uh, like figure yourself as a 10 year old kid with your parents it doesn't happen overnight <laughs> yeah <laughs> you just yeah. get smacked and sent to your room well back in the day um, <laughs> not anymore but it's um yeah it's one of those it's one of those things that we're always going to push, and we are going, or we were going for that 45-45, um, with a few other little exceptions that we were trying to push. Yep. At the moment, nothing's changing. We are staying yep. as we are. So yep. no, that's fine. I mean, we, yeah, I, it, it is. Lots of people haven't even hit their thirty days, and I haven't hit my thirty days on on one of or one of the many that I've got on on C four C. So I think it's one of those things that we can go down that yeah. um, and push again next year and come up with something and hopefully we can go 45, 45 or yeah. 90 all three. Mm. Yes. That would be perfect. Yeah. Oh, just to give you an example, I did I did the roll in 12 months from April of last year myself and I came up with 16 private days and I think it was 17 club days. Yep. So, but that's that's, right. that's me. That's not necessarily everyone, but that's yep. that's how that was twelve months. That was from April to April. Yeah, I mean, so. thirty days doesn't sound like all that much, but but it is also lot, you've got only fifty two weeks of the year. That's you're right. Yeah. Nearly every yeah. Saturday. Yeah, yeah. It's and then if you go to a couple of club events, you're driving it every weekend anyway. So yes. people just they yeah. go, oh, why can't I they drive d- it all the time? Yeah, and it's it's one of those things that you've got to think so outside the box. Mm-hmm. That's why we were trying to hunt for the forty five, forty five. So then yep. you nearly got every Saturday or Sunday mm. to be able to go and yep. go around to your mates or do whatever you want to do. Yeah, the, the people that are on the sixty thirty, the ones that have winced and said it's not enough, the ones that have used it have actually said that it's not bad. Yep. Yeah, um, but obviously the drive for Wasma would be the forty five. 45, yeah. Yeah. Yep. The one that I'm really interested in and I'm quite passionate about, and when the government <coughs> opened the discussion prior to uh, April of 2020, uh, um, prior to C4C, it was open for public comment and I made this comment myself, so it's not something that I'm, I'm not going to shy away from. But the 1990 cutoff date, I do think personally we need to have a window instead, so a 30-year window, so a sliding window, so every year it increments by one. That that particular – okay, now, Mark, that particular thing that you just I'll brought up. I'll let you up. have this stand for a okay. second. Okay, <laughs> okay. Um, two Fridays ago, Eddie Rachi came and sat with me, and that wasn't the issue. That That's not what we were talking about, just talking about other things in general. And um, Julian Scafidi from the club, First City Street Machine, and a few other people, and, and, and Wasma – We've all talked about the rolling 30 to, to in, increase it. Um, 
right in that afternoon, it was about two o'clock on that Friday afternoon, a fortnight ago, I brought it up to Eddie and I said, Eddie, what do you think? Eddie just looked at me and he said, he pulled his phone out and he goes, I'm going to send a message to Mick Allender and Mick Rack. And because um, they're the guys that were instrumental in C4C. And um, so a week later, um, Mick Allender said, obviously at, after our WASMA meeting, recent one, um, that he was going to continue doing something with it. Yeah. And, and it, that's in directly with WASMA. Directly yeah. with Wasma, and we need that voice. Yeah, and to do the Rolling Thirty, we are—I don't know too many that are against the Rolling Thirty. No, because no. it keeps the the street machine, and it will keep the street machinists, the young ones, all exactly. involved. Yep. Exactly, we totally understand that. Yeah. So we need the numbers behind us to say, "Hey, let's keep rolling down this fashion." So then we can have. Eventually, like your VPs and your this and well, sorry, like yeah. your, it your VRVSs. Be, yeah. and <laughs> it would be VP that. this year. Yeah. So if it was a rolling thirty, I've it got would a be VP as well. <laughs> so it'd be nice. It would be VP Commodore yep. and EB Falcon. EB Falcons. Yep. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And now you know, I mean, those cars are increasing are in value. There's not many left of them, to be yes. honest. Yeah. There's not, and so it, it's not going to hurt. The government, by any means, there's no. probably 15 VPs left. There's, they rusted in into the bush. Yeah, but that's what happened. So, I mean, it's one of those things we are fighting for, Nick. Yeah, like it yeah, really okay. is that yeah. We are all pretty passionate on that one. I think that would be a good step for Wasma. Yeah. yeah, I think I, I, yeah, strongly. And as I said, my initial um, when I was open for public comment, that was my comment as well. It needed to be a rolling and thirty. Agreed. Yeah. Yeah. I would say ninety nine percent of everybody that yeah. all went down that path. So. Mm. It's one of the things that we've been pushing for also yep. that and we won't be relent or we'll relent on that. We will yeah. continue on fighting the big fight. Yeah. Yep. The other one you've got here as well is the observation fuel run as well. So uh, a free a free day, I guess, for for test and tune and yep. within the certain certain distance of your house, I'm reading. Or what yep. what do we what but do we was well. the one that <laughs> I'll let probably Stan probably knows a little bit more on this, speaking to the guys and Eddie and everybody, but these are all the bits that we just pushed and um, we just got denied. So yeah. just... Yep. No, that, I, I do smack, understand that's that. That's that big smack we got from the parents. But, yep. Um, <laughs> and just sit back down and be happy with what you got for a minute. So it's yeah. one of those ones that yeah. you sort of go, I'll, I'll give it over to Stan, but that's where it... That's where we're sitting. Yeah, I don't think it's it's a complete. As Mark no. said, I don't think it's going to end there, because um, with Eddie and um, they they feel that they're going to continue driving that, but not at this present point in time. Mm-hmm. The other one that I really I'm really interested in now. I should have declared this at the the start of the podcast as well. I am also a president of a car club, so we, as it stands, we we can't do both the app. And logbooks. Ah, yeah. Okay. Now, in my car club, you'd you'd be well aware of this, Dan. We've got a lot of Calabreses, a lot of Italians. Yes, yes. Uncles, compadres. Yes, that want to come. That are 70, 80 years old. Yep. They don't even have a mobile phone, <laughs> let alone an app. Yep. So they have to use logbooks. I know where you're going. But so yeah. we've had to go down the logbook path, yep. which is fine. Yep. For me, it doesn't really bother me greatly. An app would be ideal for me. Yep. But so, for a, a certain demographic in our car club, 
an app is just completely and utterly out of the question. And that's that's we when <laughs> all these have been discussed at our boss of meeting. So yeah. please come along if you want to come down. <laughs> yeah. Um, yep. And that's to everybody whoever yep. wants to pop down. We, um, we've got <laughs> exactly that that. <laughs> technologically disadvantaged people, as you were trying to say, or don't own a phone and they all know how to still handwrite, yeah. not like the youngest sort of generation. Yeah, it's the opposite. It's iPads are us. But it's, um, <laughs> yeah, what we what we would have liked is to be able to run both. Mm. Yeah. And we got shut down with that. So it's another one that we put in and we, we got through all those rules that, are out on C4C are the ones that they agreed on. We went, well, let's go with something mm. because otherwise we would have got nothing. That's yeah, right. that, that's so, exactly right. That's so a good point. Everyone, yes. ha- everyone has to understand that's exactly what happened and we were all a little put back mm. when we heard all the rules and yeah. we went, well, it's not the last they're going to see of us because we're no. sticking around. Exactly. And, yeah, and yeah, we yeah. will keep yeah. pushing. Yeah. So. Yeah. We would like to modify that, yeah, if you've got paper or you want to do a logbook or that or whichever, and that's why a huge thank to, by the way, Nick Kokonos, the Mm. inventor of this app App. that everybody loves so much. He did that out of only his own goodwill and love for the car scene. Fantastic bloke. He he did all that, so you can put your hands up for for Nick on that. So what a legend. And support Mark hundred percent. Nick is Nick is everyone. Yeah, yep. Nick's done a great job with the app. Yep. Yeah, and that's what yep. we offer with Wasma, and that's why we were trying to go. Well, if you join with us, you get the app, mm. and that's how you get the app. By the way, speaking of the app, I know Vicky, you've done a tutorial video on the app as well on the Wasma well, website. Well, well so received by Vicky. Yes. So that yeah, great job, Vic. <laughs> Wasman page, Wasman page. Yeah, so it's I've seen there. that, and uh, it's very good. You've done very well there. So yeah, it's very easy to use. It looks it looks straightforward. Um, restricted. You've also got here restricted use stickers. Um, so currently, as it stands, so my vehicle's on C for C as well. I need to run an identifier. The identifier, I believe, is twenty five mil high. It's white background, with black writing says the words restricted use. Um, I mean, me personally, I don't have a huge issue with it, but I can understand we, the argument was also, well, with number plate recognition now, the the codes, yes. the concession codes are on the rego papers anyway, so they know, Vicky, you've actually, yeah, so we can see here the concession, anyway, they're there somewhere. I yep. can't find them right now. You but make yeah. a very good point there, Nick. Yeah, so, well, yeah. I mean, it, as I said, it doesn't bother me, but I, I can understand people, a lot of people in our club, where do I put this? How do I put it on? We've offered them both. We've offered make them the magnets. make it look nice and everyone's pedantic on their cars yeah. and very, I won't say the word that it was going to be, but yeah, yeah. I will actually, it's anal. <laughs> and that's exactly how yeah. people are with it. Yeah. And no one likes that written on their car because yeah. it, it just doesn't fit. But that was another one we put forward and got shut down with <coughs> because of the number plate recognition and all this yep. fancy mumbo-jumbo that they actually do now. So that is another one we will keep pushing for. Yeah, so yeah. all the people listening, we are not going away. We yep. just need more numbers, so be involved. Yep. No, no, that's very good. That's very good. Um, I guess we've got to talk about the um, – I don't want to say the elephant in the room, but it's stamp. Judy? <laughs> okay. Are we... I'm going to pass this to Stan. <laughs> okay, which, which... 
Okay, where where do we start with the stamp duty? I mean, so we, uh, well, maybe very, I need to give it, maybe I need to give it a little bit of background. We can't yeah. just say stamp duty and yeah, then pop lot, that on everyone. It's a one, and it's yeah. got many different tentacles. Yes, but let's let's use the let's use the four code four hundred four as our uh, jumping off point. So, if I was to buy a vehicle that's completely original, and I put that vehicle on code four hundred four. I'm exempt from paying the stamp duty on that vehicle. <clears throat> that vehicle can only be used for code 404 events or CMC events that are that are affiliated with CMC car clubs. We all understand that. Similar to C for C, I guess the argument is why should people that buy a car or a street machine that are going on a similar license concessional scheme, why do they have to pay stamp duty? Well, yeah, it's, it's a good I'm, one, isn't it? Yeah, Stan? I know. It's been that, a, long, it's been like a long, long-winded one for all of us with on this one. With, um, okay, so if it's a car that someone's owned for, say, 20-plus years and they've decided to rebuild it, the way it's set, the way it's set up now is... Um, you could throw another hundred, two hundred grand into it, and then all of a sudden that three thousand dollar car now becomes a two hundred thousand dollar car. Yep. Which that argument there is has it's, been contested, and it, and yeah. it is a touchy one yeah. because uh, sadly there are people that have bought a car, yeah, built it all themselves. There's one name very, very right up the prominent high, high list. Yep. Um, of lots of money and, and time and effort and mates and everything poured into it. Yep. Um, I'm not sure if I should name the name or anything. I don't know um, how public it is, but... I think, he, I think you can mention his name because I think he talked about it at, yeah. uh, oh, on his so, in so, the first one, yeah. Yeah, so Chris Bitmade with mm. Xbox was the first one that that's how we all got it at Wasma and yep. that was devastating for Chris on yes. that level, owning that car forever and doing all the work and everything and then they came back and went very, very nastily at him mm. because it wasn't licensed in his name before he did all the mods. Exactly. So that's the technical side mm. of what they're doing. So it's a it's a real hard one because, mm. for example, my one tonner or other people's cars that they've done and they've, mine was already licensed in my name and then I went down all that path and, and built it all and that was the only thing where Chris... Well, not failed at, but that was one of the things that, that was not caught. even going to be a thing. Yep. Yeah, they and, caught him, and <clears throat> it was—it just happened to happen over those years. Mm-hmm. So, the, anybody that does ask these questions to us, my first thing is, whatever condition that car is, get it licensed. Yep, get exactly it licensed right. in multicolored yep. panels and everything to yep. meet the standards. Bring it home, rip it apart. And that's it. And it's as simple as that because then go down your engineering paths, yep. do it all correctly and all those sort of things. But it's it's a real tough one now that you've got to go and put – my niece is going through it right mm. now. Mm. We're not paying to go car. It's in primer. It's just yep. an H, It's an HQ ute, little 186. We're getting it licensed. Yep. And then we will go and take it back and paint it and all the rest of it because it's just not fair. Yep. No. That is not fair by any means to no. anyone. No. But the argument, my my not argument. I, I understand both sides of it, and you know, revenue to the government. I'm not I'm not suggesting that we should be neglectful in paying revenue to the government. But what I what I am saying is, 
if I was to put that car, join a, a CMC car club, and I'm on 404, I'm tax uh, yep. stamp duty exempt. That's right. If I'm buying a car, let's pretend I'm not going to put a spanner on it. Why? Why do I have to pay the stamp duty? Because that car is going to fall under the similar restriction. They're not the same, I guess, but the similar restrictions in li- in in driving on the road. And that's that's where I think that there is a valid argument. We, we also put this one forward, mm. so this mm. is another one of the avenues, and I'm glad you brought it up because it is a technical one, and we got quite heated in many discussions yes. between a whole lot of us um, that. We are going for this as well because mm. I, we think it's totally unfair that other cars, nearly identical, even though that you may only have extractors and wheels or something like that, slightly modified, yet you're paying all the stamp duty mm. and the guy next to you gets nothing. Yeah. Yep. That's right. Yeah. So yeah. We, we all think that's a great point. Nick. Anyway, that's, I mean, it's obviously, uh, uh, you've actually written in the notes. Uh, yes. Watch this space. So, look, I thought it was important to talk about anyway because I know it's very topical. Even in our car club, it's very topical. We've got guys that won't license some cars because they just can't afford to now. It's exactly right. And, and, it's, and it's terrible on that level. So... Mm. As uh, Vicky's wrote, watch this space. Yep. We, we will be fighting well, tooth and nail. We will, we will continue on and hopefully these guys will be able to licence the, the Tirana that hasn't been or the HO that's been around forever and can't get out. Yep. But we need numbers and that's what I've said already earlier in there. So the car clubs, if they fall under and become a part of WASMA, then we can actually really make a difference with massive numbers behind us mm-hmm. and, and fight this. I yep. don't think, as Mark said, I agree with him, I don't think it, that will end there only because with the modification rules when we first started, um, they said to us, you know, like this, what's the purpose of having a highly modified car on the road? Well, we said highly modified cars have an industry behind it and when we proved it, it was an $11 billion industry. As soon as we started to bring numbers up to government, I realise the revenue that could come back. And the oh, the GST. The GST. Yes. Yes. Just the GST <laughs> alone is, is... Well, I mean, I know that's a federal tax, but still it's a tax. Yeah. yeah. It's a huge It's a huge it's industry. It's a huge industry. And, and, and because we brought that credible information up, they decided to go forward with mm. us. So definitely, as Vicky said, I think that space will... We'll get somewhere. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Yeah, yeah. And as you said, jobs yeah. as well. Jobs, yeah. payroll tax. Like it is. I mean, you, you can, you can. The government can deny as much as they want. It is a massive revenue raise, even for the government, uh, the aftermarket or the, the the performance industry. We'll call it. So yeah, no. There's. I don't think there's any any doubt about that. Let's talk about the other elephant in the room. We've talked about it a number of times, but we need to clear it now. 185 kilowatt <laughs> per tonne. That's, that's been the catch cry for, for quite some time. So I know the Australian Street Machine Federation, yep. yourself in yep. particular, yep. has been doing a lot of work. Now, sorry, I, I just need to go back a step. It's very remiss of me not to. I don't remember when you went to Parliament. I did watch it. Oh. Just can we just cover off on that? Because you went to Parliament. Yeah, talk us through a bit about that. And okay, I, that was how long was your your speech for? How that, long did that that I think was in the lock studio for about forty five minutes, uh, or just just under an hour. 
Um, that was put together by the select committee. So yep. Aaron Stonehouse, being mm-hmm. the uh, Liberal Democrat, we we supported him. We asked him to help us with modified cars, da da da, and um, and through our interaction with Aaron, he said, "Look, I'm going to put it to a select committee, a parliamentary select committee." We said, "No, I'm I'm, I'm not a, parla- a parliamentarian," but but he explained it to us. He said, "If I can put it to a select committee, these ministers will." We'll sit there and you present your case why a modified car should be supported. Mm. And that's how that came about. Um, it also came with a little bit of our donations with some governmental dinners yep. um, out of our pocket. But <laughs> that, that, that was required and we did it. Myself and Claude did that. Um, but it supported the group to, to get that reaction. Anyway, yeah, at that meeting, look... I will say that there was a lot of information that I brought up. Some would argue with me whether whether it was relevant to a modified car, but it was what was asked of me that I replied to. Mm. Um, look, I'm just a car guy too, like like Mark. I'm, I'm not a I'm 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 not a uh, <clears throat> a legal politician in any way. But I mean, I spoke as best as I could. Um, I made the attempt, and they listened. Yeah. So from that. Um, that was put to an, uh, the DOT department. They came in and spoke with the select committee. Now, I don't think I've sent that video to anyone yet, but um, the argument came across about what we'd put to the select committee. And DO, uh, Ian Cameron, he was, can't remember his title now, but he was a uh, safety commission. He was from the safety commission. Um, and he's, he heard what we had to say. I can't quite remember what what he agreed upon or disagreed upon, but not long after that, DOT started to continue contacting us. And um, I don't know, Nick, I think that was... A bit hair raising for me to to personally be in there. I'm going to be honest. You did you did really well. Yeah. I, I've I've watched the video and uh, I think you spoke articulated really well and I uh, acted well. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you did a magnificent job. And yeah. I mean, like, I, my argument would be, who's going to take the time to do that sort of stuff? Yeah, you know, there's only a handful of people that are going to do that. Thank you. I I, I um I got look in all the time we've been doing this. Um, this is why I like what Wasma can do. As a small group, we were being fired from all directions mm. and saying, look, where do you think you guys are going to go? And this is where I think Wasma, people can, you know, people can say where you guys think you're going to go. We got somewhere within four guys. I think Wasma can go tenfold bit further. Yeah. You know, yep. And to be the voice of the street machines, I think with what we did, we just stuck together as a team and, and kept persisting. But we also listened to what they were saying. And in regards to the 180 kilowatt, um, <laughs> where we've got so far now is um, it, it, is, it is now uh, detrimental to what I say. I can't say too much. But, yeah, no, fair but, enough. But um, DIT are putting together a media release, I can tell you that much, um, to let signatories know and the general public know what's going on. And there'll be a link to their media platform to Wasma. Yep. Okay. So Wasma can anyone wants got any questions, go straight to Wasma. Mm-hmm. Definitely not ASMF. So yep. yeah. <laughs> we're, we're, we're not here to, to, to answer those questions. Um yep. Mark Mark's association will have 
obviously people in the right places to answer those questions. But um, what I'd like to, what I can tell you is from 180 kilowatt per tonne, that is never going to budge. At this point, that will stay. There'll be another platform, or if you want to call it an application, that will go from 180 upwards. Mm-hmm. And that'll, that, that, um, again, I need to be very careful how I put this, that will be something that realistically will come to fruition. Yep. Early, late next year. Yep. When you talk of signatories, we just need to probably cover off on that. You're, you're referring to engineers. Engineering signatories. Yeah, that sign off on. All the um, modifications that. and Modification and, applications. Applications. That's under VSB 14. Yeah, that's correct. Yeah. Yep. 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 Under VSB 14. And to clarify those modifications, it is under VSB 14. Yep. It is. Not under ICV or anything. Yep. No, yep. VSB 14 set up. Yep, yep. So that, vehicle standards, vehicle, bulletin, vehicle standards bulletin, bulletin fourteen. Yep, yep. yep. Um, and on that as well, with the one eighty kilowatt per ton, um, we were just discussing this before. For the re- for the um, listeners that don't know, it was always at the start. It was the one eighty kilowatt per ton yes. sitting at the engine. So everyone thought it was at the yep. engine, the DOT put a nice big grey area in that <laughs> and now they have come out and they are working with us and it is 180 kilowatt per tonne at the wheels. wheels. So right. take yeah. that on board yes. of however many tonne your car might be. Yeah. You can go 350 horse, for example, yeah. at the tyres. You can put an LS3 in a Kingswood. You can do all that because there was a lots of applications that had stopped because of LS1s going in there or not LS2s, just LS1s. For example, is that just on the Holden side of things? But that was denied. It is not the case. So put your applications back in and they will come through. So the engineers, obviously, the signatories are obviously aware of that. So that will be... Totally aware of all of these things and that's where it goes to and Mm -hmm. it is well known and accepted by the DOT that it is at the wheels. So exactly. don't, yeah, don't that, be that's misconstrued important. on that. Be, yeah. be very important actually, that it is done and yeah. it's signed and sealed. It is I'm glad there. you brought that up because yeah. I, I wasn't aware of that, to yeah. be honest with you. I wasn't yeah. aware that it had changed very from motor to the wheels. Very common question that we do wheels. get asked. Yeah, yep. 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 so that does change the dynamics quite significantly, oh, it's doesn't huge. it? It's yeah. a huge dynamic. If you're yep. talking engine horsepower, as mm. most listeners will know, to wheel horsepower, yeah. that's a ginormous tick in the box yes. of saying, finally, you know, your, your really nice, neat streeter 383 Chev or whatever you've got or your 351 or 393 like on the on the Ford Spectrum, like you can run that mm. with 350 horses at the tyres. Yep. Really reliable street car that's yep. got enough power that this is why the ASMF guys mm. are working in the TAC, which is that's them, they're working with the government to say, well, that's going to take most of the cars. Mm, it in, will. In, in, it'll take 90% of them, yeah. probably 95, it into w- that realm uh, that you won't need to go into another realm of where your higher-powered cars are. Mm, and, yeah. and, and that's a good point, Mark, because the misconception is they think 180 kilowatt only covers a small percentage, but Mark's right. It's it a good, solid streetcar. Yeah. Like, yeah. They're all... You know, there will be probably eleven or twelve second street cars on that on that level mm-hmm. every day of the week. And yep. It's still a nice, quick car. Like, yeah, yep, 
Yeah. So, and you want to not go to ethanol like I was, a moron. <laughs> <laughs> and it's $2.50. Yeah, but later. it's a cool, <laughs> you've got a cool setup. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> Just before you go further, mm. with what Mark said, um, DOT are, are listening. Yep. They're not negative to what we're asking. I, I want to clarify that because every time I spoke, speak to someone in regards to what even Mark said, everyone jumps and straight away says, look, these guys are not working with us. Uh, they actually are working. Their hands are tied to a point and they're trying to do their best to progress forward. Mm. So and do it the right and, and safe manner. Spot on. So that's spot why on. there's yeah. lots of eyes and lots of T's to cross and these guys yeah. are working very hard and yeah. that's why a lot of this with yeah. Wasmer, sometimes we get asked, well, what is Wasmer and why is Wasmer not out in the public eye? Well, it sort of is, but there's not much to tell. So it, it's oh. a little bit of a tough one yeah. on our level of that we can, <laughs> as we made the joke yeah. earlier, well, I could set up a banner and sit at Custom Cars and Coffee with Jason <laughs> every day of the week and they go, so what's going on? I say, I can't yeah. tell you. Mm. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's a whole lot going on behind yeah. the scenes, and we are working very, very hard. Yeah. And and there's tireless hours by these guys, yeah. especially. Yeah. yeah. So we're we're getting there though. So in your mind, like you guys, I mean, so you're sitting in Wasma there. You must have a view in your mind of what a car club should look like, or how how a car club should operate. Like so, pretend I, you're I, telling pretend you're telling me. I mean, just on what a car club should look like. For, yeah, or, for, the, for the listeners. And yeah, or, or the makeup of how the ideal car club should operate. Because a lot of car clubs are very social orientated, mm-hmm. like ours, where we we focus on the social the social aspect of it. But we don't offer our members a very good technical service. Advice, uh, yep. Yeah, I mean, it's it's next to nothing yeah, well, because. I would. Uh, it's a t- it's a it's mm. a tough one, but I, I would say, for example, Northern Steel, mm. Pete and Allison again, those guys are, are new at it all and running it all and absolutely killing it. Their AGM is probably the best thing I c- could go to. It was the most fantastic event. I hope you're listening because they'll be they'll be listening. <laughs> it, it was it was Allison amazing. I've listening. told them I've told them a million times that <laughs> I love it and I would miss I would never miss an AGM of theirs and I've been both of theirs and it's great fun. And it's like the Brownlow. That's yeah. how I described it. It's fantastic. Um, so if when you go on that sort of thing from my first experience as I mentioned earlier on a car club I was just fobbed off Turned the back on, yeah. was not accepted by any of the guys, and all I was was keen to build a car, and I got no help whatsoever and just shunned. Mm. So it really took the feeling out of that. Yet their meetings also were sitting down a giant long table out of Beauty and the Beast, <laughs> which you couldn't hear the guy at the other end of the table, <laughs> couldn't hear a thing, and they all just mm. was for an hour and a half the most boring group of people I've ever spoken to. But then you go to, say, Northern Steel, it's fun. Everyone's involved. Everyone wants to help. It's a different, it's a different group, yeah. I think, that now what we've got, and that is more on the lines of what a car club should be. Friendly, mm. go around, do work days at your friend's place and go, right, let's get joining five, together, five yeah. or ten of us, let's go around and finish his, put his motor in for him or, mm. or for her yeah. or whichever you want to do. Yeah. That, in my mind, <clears throat> is the perfect car club, whereas yeah. 
Wasma by far is something very different. Yes. And we are yes. very um, uh, – we like to spitball mm. out yeah. there. It's not, it's not just a, all right, let's do a meeting. We want ideas and I want lots of ideas and the room will move all over the place to, to bring new ideas out and I'll let it run for a little while and I think that's fun yep. because we're going to get those odd – calls or odd comments by someone and a little bit of passion will bring it out. And that's mm. why I'd, our meetings are a little bit unusual, um, I would say. I, I think of recent Mark making that point, and Mark made that point to me only a couple of days ago, and um, where Vicky comes in, she, she brings in structure to, to a meeting. But I like how Mark put it, the spitballing thing. I'm, I'm torn between what Vicky is doing structure-wise but I like what Mark said because well, if we didn't it, have Vicky, we wouldn't have any structure <laughs> at all. So thank you, thank you, Vicky, for doing what you're doing. But Mark but alla- allowing that to happen as the president, yeah, and he does pull it in, mm. rein it in when you need to rein it in. To, but yeah. once, once it gets yeah. past that point, yeah. and mm. it, it, yeah. if you don't get the passion behind everyone, everyone shuts up, and you know this from yeah. school, yeah. Yeah. yeah, that everyone will shut up, yeah. and then afterwards they'll go out of the schoolroom and out of the in the classroom. And they'll all whinge behind your back or not behind your back, but they'll all say the little (laughs) things that they don't say in the room. Yes. Mm. What I'm trying to do is prompt everyone's voice to be heard in the room so I can hear it. Mm. We log it, put it down, move forward, and then we've got uh, another little committee that um, Vicky runs now, and that was part of her (laughs) organisation. She um, and well, she's involved in there, and they're they're doing a fantastic job. They're ticking off all sorts of things on our list, and. That's how we're going to – otherwise, how are we going to do this? It's mm. not a one-man band or a one-lady band. Yeah. It's yeah. it's listening to everybody, and there's good brains in that room, I tell you right now. It's great. So I guess the pur- the purpose of my question was for, for car clubs that are out there, that are social-orientated car clubs, mine my, my, my included, if they don't have that technical grounding or someone in their, in their scene, in their club, in their committee – that they go to someone like Wasma, become affiliated, yeah. and you have access to people like yourself, Chris, Clint, uh, Perry, Stan, Clint. Perry, everyone. Yes. There is so many different avenues, and yes. if they want technical data, yes. which Stan was talking about before, yes. of just helping people that ask questions, yeah. it's all about asking questions. We are mm. by far the most non-closed-off group. <laughs> yeah. Everyone's yeah. out there to yeah. help and, and yeah. give you suggestions or talk to us after hours. I talk to untold people on Facebook, for example, all that. We're all out there, mm. and we will help everybody because otherwise where's the car scene going? Yeah, yeah. That's what it's about. Yeah. So technical advice and all that sort of stuff, come along and be a part of Wasma and come and see it. So yep. come <laughs> along, Nick. Not a problem. <laughs> I'm going to have to, aren't I? <laughs> Hence the, the voice yep. of Street Machinists. Yep. You know, yep. If, if we were hammered with what Mark's association is doing now, we, I don't think we'd get as, as much work done because we're not having to answer to the general public. Mm. Yep. We just, yep. We're just a core working group. Yep. Totally Wasma. agree. And that's why yeah. that's, it all works. We've got many structures under WASMA. Yep. Mm. Otherwise, it's too much for everybody to just do well sorry for a small group to do it all yes and we have to section this out that's where vicky comes in and Mm. being official and very organized Mm. so she's made a a very big impact to our group so it's good yep 100 percent. 
Do you think, and uh, the answer to this is yes in my mind, but I'll ask you the question anyway. Do you think the work that you guys have been doing collectively with with Department of Transport has had a flow-on effect to even the WA police? Because I'll tell you why I think it has. Recently, we saw media reports in the paper. I don't know if you saw the WRX that was able to do a wheel stand and... Uh, do the oh cock the front wheels with the brakes on as well. I had a good laugh at that. But anyway, <laughs> we saw media yeah. reports about yeah. uh, car clubs yep. in inverted commas uh, hanging out at, at various locations. One thing I was really interested about a, two days later, the WA police came out and actually clarified that story. Not that the story didn't come from them, the story came from Seven West Media, but. They clarified the story, and they were very clear in saying that these were not uh, approved car clubs, not sanctioned car clubs, and not car clubs that had constitutions. And I think that I always refer to the car clubs that are get that get followed by pole air at night time. I think that that's the you know the inference that they they had made to just to clarify that. So I normally you wouldn't see that sort of response from the police, but. It was interesting that they came out and said those those words. There was one person that, so that happened on a particular day. I think it was Wednesday. Wednesday, yeah. The following morning, Julian Scafidi, at president of Per City Street Machine, he'd read it. I know he read it because he sent a message. He put it on Facebook, and six PR contacted him, mm-hmm. and he made the point. Yep. He made the point about he did very well on that. He did very well on that. Yeah. So I'll go and not nipped it in the nipped it in the butt. Yeah, he did. And that these things where the news are always out to make a story, <laughs> story. of any story yeah. that they yeah. want, Jack and the Beast or whatever they want to do. Yeah, mm. these these ones it, and Julian's very not backwards and going yeah. forwards like yeah. most of us. Yeah, and it went. Straight out, and it was great. Yeah, and yeah. that's why I think, and it's very well known to the police. I've discussed, I've spoken to the police many times about steel bumpers, and they say, you know what, you're so far off the radar that we don't care. You guys are great. Everyone's yes. there, custom cars and coffee, all of the big ones that where everyone behaves. It's, yeah, yeah, it's just what it is these days. And mm. then they try to put that in there just to get the public's opinion. Yes, yep. and then it fires yep. up, and that's where we sort of have to shut it down. Mm. And the cops are, like you said, I think they're more aware now for sure that there is a large group here that we're all against the stupidity. Yeah. Yeah, it certainly felt that way. Their response was pretty pretty straight and I, I, it was very clear that they, they wanted to segregate the legitimate car clubs from what the, the paper was reporting on and make that very clear. So that was, you know, kudos to them. Julian's Graffiti per City Street Machine, we should need to say as well. So another another WASMA affiliated. Yes, they are. And yes. very generous. We use their rooms for our meetings. So if you guys um, did want to come down, you can either contact Nick or <coughs> us or myself on Facebook and then you're more than welcome to chat and come down. And yeah. they, we use their club rooms once a month. So. Yep. Yeah, yeah, great, great car club, uh, Per City Street Machine. I know quite. I mean, uh, we've had we've had Richie on before. Richie was one of the early members there. Like from we're talking the eighties. Yes, yes, eighties. Yeah, eighties. Bam, bam, as well. <laughs> yeah, anyway, so yeah, no, it's great. That's and so Julian, uh, Julian Scafidi, for those, for those that are wondering, he's our vice president for Per City. Yep. Street Machine. Yep. Dean Valentine's Dean the president. Valentine. Mm-hmm. Yep. 
Yep, yep. Okay. Well, look, tell us a bit about, on a side note, tell us about, I guess, what you're up to in, in these days outside of WASMA. Give us a bit, bit of a plug. I know I know you're a busy man these days. I went to your grand <laughs> opening and I know it was, I know, I know it was, yeah. it was a big day for you. <coughs> but tell us a little bit about what's going on. Um, yeah, big change in life and uh, moved around. We've uh, done a big life change. Me and business partner, Darren Clinton, shout out to him. Um, lad and a half, we both decided to get out of what we were doing and, and go into, um, yeah, in Bridgestone Morley. Mm-hmm. So um, that's our our new home and we are there pretty much, just put a swag on the ground I reckon <laughs> these days, yeah. we are there all day, every day and I dream tyres. So, yep. but um, yeah. yeah, so it's a lot of that, a little bit of car stuff going on still in the background, mm-hmm. finding a little bit of time these days. Now it's um, over six months we've been at Bridgestone. Mm-hmm. Um, we've... At, at our shop, it's one of the funny things, um, just for my stuff, um, everyone thinks it's just tyres, yes, because it's called Bridgestone, <laughs> yeah. but we do from tuning, diesel turbo stuff, we do massive lift kits, we do lowering race cars, we do all sorts, logbooks, servicing, servicing, standard stuff, we do everything, insurance claims, accident damage stuff that my cousin, for example, dodging a roo. Yep. And he smashed all his struts up, everything, so we're doing that tomorrow. So yep. we've got all sorts of things that we're doing down there. So, um, a lot of old school cars too. Lots of old school, old so school. We, we're getting a bit of that and the boys <coughs> don't know why. All of a sudden there's old gold cars coming in. And yeah. <laughs> I may yeah. know a couple of people that like them, <laughs> so uh, it's pretty yeah. good. That we've got, um, we've even got Ben Jansen's, um, I don't know if you guys follow his uh, Sandman Ute that he's he was dragging. I think he ran a nine eight oh. in it with a five forty big block. I think. Don't kill me for that, Ben. Um, <laughs> but full race car, unlicensed for years. Proper Sandman, beautiful car, and he's just turned it back to original and it's coming down for an alignment on Friday. Oh wow! So we okay. we do all the um, shimmer lines, all that mm. stuff because a lot of people don't do it anymore. Yes. So, yeah. Um, it's just one of those things that I'm passionate about, as you mm. might have known. I, I like old cars. So <laughs> it's, um, yeah, but other than that, um, into a bit of four-wheel driving these days. Yep. Um, got a little shorty 40 with a 350 Chev in it and stuff, yep. so it's good, pretty good fun. That was interesting when Mark said that because I know Mark's a streetcar guy, but when he t- told me recently he's into all these full off-road stuff, and I thought, oh, jeez. Yeah. <laughs> it surprised me. It's yeah. it's where, you, I mean, if you look at the younger demographic, it's certainly where it's going, isn't yep. it? It's yep. uh, there's, a, there's a big big following there, the Ranger market the, and the high. The boys that work for us, for example, um, great, great lads. Um, that's uh, George and Charlie. These guys are flat out into their diesel turbo, mm. big lift kit stuff, like just awesome stuff. And they go, they go up to Wedge Island, they, they go and they – the younger generation likes going four driving. Mm. They mm. like getting out instead of being sitting in the city, and city. it's fantastic to see. To be honest, yeah, it is. And yep. we're all doing the same. And I've had many shorties over my years, and a few different cruises, and this, mm. that, and the other. But I just never showed anyone. Yeah. <laughs> I know we, we didn't know. So, but yeah, yep. that's um, that's pretty much me. Tunner's getting a new facelift. Oh, okay. It's um, ah. yeah. So got a little bit more of. A bit more boost going in and a bit more of this and a bit more of that and <laughs> some new front suspension and some odds and sods. So hopefully that'll come Ooh. out in the near future and um, throw it down the strip. 
Oh, so, good. Jeez, man. So be ready for motivation? That's good. Not this one. Ah, okay. No, I've, I've um, got a few other things on at the minute, building mm. and doing odds and sods and um, building my niece's car. Yep. So she's found a new uh, hobby for old cars as well. So she's getting an HQU. We put together a founder one and now I'm building that with her. So I'll get that out first. Correct me, was that the car that you came with at Sunset at Hearn Hill? Was that, was that you were with, was that... Um, with my niece, yeah. Um, oh, geez, at the start of the year, it it probably would have. Uh, she came you. to motivation as well, and okay. that was the first time she'd been to a car show. Yep. And I took her around <laughs> and let her set off, and didn't uh, just got a bit excited showing her a good time <laughs> and punched up all the back guards and everything. And she thought, "This is amazing." So she wanted an HQU too. Yeah. So now she's a part of the club. <laughs> Isn't that awesome? But bringing that's what we need to be doing more of bringing bringing the young younger people in as mm. well. You know that's that's awesome. That is that is good to hear. Still bumpers still going. I know. I know. I'm I'm it on there slow. all the time. I know. I still still going. But I mean, the, the buy and sell is yeah. quite quite a quite a good site very, as well. Yeah, very busy page still. Um, the tireless admin that go there and just do it on their own and we're all in there and just trying to put the right things on there. And, yeah. Um, still doing the one a year cruise because there's about 640,000 events a weekend now. So yeah. I don't have to yeah. do those since there was only um, uh, Big Al's Poker Run and Steel Bumpers back in the day. That was yeah. the only two events a year. Yep. And yeah. then um, was. Where was that was it. <laughs> it and that, was. And Look then, forward to them. Yeah, so there was only four a year, and yeah. so we just stick to the Chidlow one now yeah. because everyone's got lots of things, and the car scene is well alive. Yeah, it is. So we just do the Chidlow run, and I, I really enjoy that one and get that one together, and Norm at Chidlow Tavern's been fantastic mm. over um, 11 years of running, so this will be the 12th. Yep. So it's very very good fun. It's a long, yeah. 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 It's been that's around for a little while. <laughs> that's an achievement all in its own with still bumpers. Oh, yes. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. A, yeah, nearly... Put me into a big black hole, that place. <laughs> it was hard to run, and then I've got some very generous uh, people that admin it. And like there's um, there's uh, young Katie that I call my nana. She's Kate Commissa. She's fantastic. She's been around for a oh, yeah. She's just beautiful. So yep. there's a whole heap of the guys on there, and, um, yeah, I can't thank them enough to just mm. be a part of the club. Or well, not, not a non-club. It's the underground club of, of mm. Perth. But, it's um, yeah, it's good. It's no. really good. So that's all still working really hard. No, it's all, that is great news. I, I I remember. I think I went along to one of your first ones. It was it was that long ago? I don't. I, yeah, I yeah, know. It's it's, it's certainly a, gone. The start of two thousand eleven, sixth of January. Yeah, okay. We had six cars. Yeah, I don't think I was there for that one. It might have been the one after you went up the coast. Started from Whitford's, I think, around there, or oh, Hillary's. That was about the second year. Yeah, yep, the, the second, second year, year. And I so remember Boris was standing on the hill taking photos. Yep, that was the first, that was actually, that was the first time I'd been, not to say much, but that was the first time in Street Machine. That was the day of my life. That that was, we were standing yeah. in there and uh, Donna and Keith's car was in there. There was a P76 green one in there. Yep. I've got the article on my wall. Yeah, yeah. Oh. Yep. With a plaque and everything. It's fantastic. Jeez. So Boris stood on this hill taking photos of, of all the, the cars. So we all... Yeah. He did. We he told us where he was going to be, so we all slowed right down we'll to get a good photo. Lights on. Everyone put the lights on, and everyone did the right. So idea. I bought a I bought a photo from Boris, and that's like it's massive. It's like oh, yeah, 
maybe not as big as that wall, maybe half uh, of the wall. Yeah. I've had that blown up with the XW and, yeah, it's cruising up. Did he video it or he just photo? nah, no, photos. He did all the straight machine Sweet. shoot? Oh, yeah. that's, okay, okay. When he said that he was going to do that because we were actually becoming something yep. that was really cool in Perth, I couldn't. I nearly fell over. Yeah. I thought that was the coolest <laughs> thing I've ever been involved in. And then, yeah. yeah, then the article came out and I thought I was just, oh, I thought that was the epitome. Oh, yeah, yeah, but it was me of cars for yeah, me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no. So I, I remember that day. I was yeah. I was there, yep. and I, as I still got the the photo. It's in my office. All, I look sure at it all the time. Sure, that was the start of the second year. Yeah, okay. two thousand twelve. Yep, yep. Twelve. You go ten years ago. Time. Yeah. <laughs> I know, mate. Jeez. So Stan, tell us a bit about yourself. I mean, these days I know you got Tiger West coming up. So tell us a bit about Rita, your good wife. You work together with her and you put on automotive events? Yeah. Tell, she's, tell us a little bit about that. She's trying to get me to do less <laughs> in a nutshell. <laughs> but I, I don't know. I'm probably like us guys here. We we we, we do what we do. And yeah. so, okay, when it comes to the events, so um, working on the Hot Rod Show for seven years or six, six years, um, then COVID hit yep. and um, moved, moved out, out of – managing the event and um james mcdonald from shannon's approached me and said look um there's an opportunity and ross tapper mm. uh, was looking for someone and um so i just said look yeah we'll look into it and then before i knew it i was sitting with ross tapper and james and he said look do you, would you like to manage and run tiger west in the city langley park I was a bit nervous. I was a bit blown away. I said, um, why choose myself and my wife? And he said, because, you know, you run the biggest indoor show in mm. Claremont. I said, um, are you up to it? I said, I didn't, I didn't know whether to say yes or no, but, <laughs> and I just said, leave it with me. So four weeks went past and then he, he got in contact with me and I said, look, I got, I got the approval from my wife, Rita, and she said, look, if you really want to do it, I'll be behind you 100%. So we took it on. Then I sat with Ross and he said to me, look, you need to sit with City of Perth. We need to go through all this stuff. I said, I said, this is just growing from what I've learned in the past. But because of that background experience, I just took it on like running a business, Mark. I, I, I took it on like running a business. And um, so Ross said, no problem. Give, give me your logistical plan on how you're going to make it work. I did it. And then after the show, he came up to me and he said, you exceeded what the previous people did on your first go. I said, all right. I said, um, thank you. And he said, by the way, you know, you've always volunteered. I said, yes, I have. And I said, look, I'm, I'm happy to continue volunteering. And he said, look, um, what you're doing in any, now is not a volunteer's job. It says, he says it's something you need to be compensated yeah. for. Yep. So it was a big, pleasant surprise for both of us. And um, so from there I said, um, look, I'm not a motorsport person or a rally car person, but I like all, everything automotive. Can we bring street machines and hot rods into it? And he said, yeah, I know that's where you come from, your background. I said, but he has to put it to City of Perth. So within 10 months, we got the approval, which a couple of three months ago, we, we got the blue light or green light. And, um, and since then, I've given them a plan on how to set it all up and Entries are flowing in. Mm. Oh, good. They're already flowing in yep. from a lot of clubs. And it's because of the database of clubs, which 
I still haven't got around it to, to, to talk to Vicky about it, but to bring those that database of clubs to WASMA because yep. they're already on our events list. Mm. So um, that's going all, along fine. I've been in contact with the burnout group as well, Chad Douglas. Um, uh, Chad Douglas and there was another guy, I um, can't remember, but... Um, uh, Daniel Middleton, he, he was he was a, a, a good help. Oh yeah, Daniel. Yeah. Daniel, yeah, yeah, you know, Daniel's pretty out there when he yeah. wants to be. <laughs> when he doesn't want to be out there, <laughs> he's out there. <laughs> hey Dan, how are you? Yeah, yeah. Sorry, Dan. Mark, Mark will back me up. <laughs> um, but he's been helpful, and so now we're getting burnout cars getting involved. But my reason for bringing burnout cars was not only because they're like a high end type burnout car was to make a point to the general public that these burnout cars aren't the Hoon burnout cars. That's right. They're the big dollar burnout cars. So the Hoon demograph and age group, um, with the Wal- with Walpole, I've given them some research from ASMF uh, about the age demograph. So that's, that's, that's helped them understand a bit more. And they've actually said to me um, that they would like to... I don't know if this is a good idea, Mark, but they said they'll 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 uh, send a whole heap of traffic cops to Langley Park to help support bring all the modified cars in and not stick at them. Yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yep. Like, um, but this is very similar. This sounds yeah. very similar to what um, Clint used to do down south as well. Yeah. Um, southwest well. Southwest Indoor Motors Southwest Indoor Motor Show. Spot on. Um, yep. Yeah, and get yeah. his permit for the guys to yeah. drive around for Blow. a few days. The same as the Northern Territory government. Which, yeah. Yep. What a fantastic the event of Red Senate, for example. Same yep. thing, and four days of just and everyone does the right thing. They've all got a thousand horsepower plus, and it's just everyone just cruises around. Yeah. and Doesn't yep. blow the tires off it, and they yeah. just do the right thing. Yeah. It's fantastic. Bus Bustleton yes. Police, I must say, were incredible. You know, I went down to that. Uh, the, the final year he did it and the Bustleton put it that. He did uh, a good job. Yeah, yeah, it was a magnificent event and, you know, you had blonde... <laughs> VS with the twin, twin turbo. Turbo. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, oh, it yeah. yeah, would have been there. That was there. That's, that's gone east now, yeah. yeah. That's, um, there, there was amazing. I think Pepper it was down there or yeah. Graham Palantine. It would have blown people's eyeballs. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah um, look, there's other things going on too um, with the events management apart from Targa. Um, the Serbian club in Maddington, the mm-hmm. um, president is, is a mate as well, and he approached me on Australia Day long weekend and said, look, we want to, they want to change the Serbian club community um, ideas. And he said, look, um, and, and I'm sure you you know. Yeah, Vid as well. You know Vid, Vid, Vid as well. Yeah, Vid, Vid's yep. a member of our club. And, yep. you know, they've, they've, they've always been very welcoming to have us down there as well. Yeah. And that's, the Codge is the president and yep. Vid's, Vid's Codge's brother. Yep. So, yeah, um, yeah. We only stumbled across that the other day. But, yeah. Um, so, yeah. So they said, look, would you like to run some automotive events and bring them there? It was just an idea, Mark. And from the idea, it, it spawned from there. So we did the Chick Henry Memorial there. I I, allow, I introduced that to Richie to bring it there. I was he very was, sad I missed that, by the way. He's I know. I know. Mm. I was, I was, it would yep. have been good for Wasma actually, to be there. But, um, look... That's, that was one. Now I've got Richie coming there for the Southern Cuffies cruise mm. and he's happy with that. So from here, I've already approached a uh, couple of other, quite a few car clubs in regards to Targa 
but they're showing interest in wanting to attend. Yep. The um and use the facilities, Mark. So mm-hmm. again, for the Wasmer Association, I've already mentioned that you know I'll, I can do something there to promote, mm. you know, yeah, with other clubs because. We are it, look. This is only uh, an idea, but I've been talking to Codge about doing. Codge put it to me first, and now he's already spawned that idea with me about Twilight Cruises. Mm-hmm. Yep, down there, and I think I mentioned on the Wasma meeting recently that it would be good for Wasma to attend these Twilight Cruises because it's a good way to catch the audience. Oh, it definitely is. Yeah, yeah, yep. yeah. So there'll be a calendar coming up soon. I'll probably talk to Vicky about that and. Um, so, yeah, we're excited. Me and Rita are excited. I mean, I couldn't do it without my wife, Rita. Yeah. So, I mean, good, I, good Italian lady she is. Good, good Italian Calabrese lady. <laughs> <laughs> imagine how, imagine how uh, much time she'd have on hands without you doing this. <laughs> well, our son Stephen says, Mum, you never make me any cupcakes or cake. <laughs> so, but no, no, Mark's right. I mean, she's, she's, she, she doesn't have to do it. I suppose it's like Vicky too. It's girls like 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 Vicky. They, I think it's all of us. Yeah. <laughs> if, if I'm honest yeah. on that, it's all of us don't have to, but it but we, runs deep in all our veins. And yeah, this, it does. Yeah, in this cast scene, and if there wasn't these guys fighting, and yeah, for the ASMF guys like and Eddie and C four C wouldn't be here, and all that sort of yep. thing. It's it's they've done an amazing job, mm. and. It's just um, that's what you do because that's it. Your passion is exactly right. Yeah, yeah. It's what we do because we enjoy doing it. We enjoy doing There's it. Something wrong with us for sure. So <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I mean, even Eddie says sometimes. Um, you know, Mark. He says, "I, oh, I don't know how I drove C four C," but he said it was something from nothing, and and hence why I still feel with Mark at the helm. Something will come. Yeah. More yeah. will come. Yep. Yep. Definitely. Come. Yeah. Definitely. Right. Especially with people like Vicky in the background. Mm, yeah. Definitely. <laughs> definitely. Well, yeah. it, it's, we commented the other day, that, uh, well, even earlier, just the knowledge that's in the room is fantastic. Yeah. yeah. And that's where oh, that gives me fantastic hope. Mm. And it's just because I'm sitting at the front doesn't mean that that means anything to me. I'm just literally sitting, I figure I'm sitting in a room with a whole bunch of very, very clever, passionate people. Yeah, and that's pretty much just a title to me. Yeah, but it's yes. whatever. We're all working for the same good, so for the car community. So everyone out there, we are actually working really, really tirelessly. Yes, and uh, many long hours and time and all the rest of it just to try to get this through. And so, yeah, we just need all the follow up and all the backing, and I think we can get there. Mm. Yeah. Well, look, before we finish, um, Wasma, where can we find I know it's a great website, so it's www.wasma.org.org. Yep. <laughs> <Dot AU. Yep. laughs> that was a mouthful. <laughs> no, I, got, I, thought, I do go there, Vicky. I do go there and check it out quite regularly. Uh, also, excellent Facebook page as well. Yep. So go to Wasma, W-A-S-M-A. W-A Street Machine Association. Yep. So yep, that's what that acronym stands for. Yep. Yep, and it's great. Stan, where can we find you? you. I actually had a um, a business page for my restoration business, but mm. um, I don't know. In, in in long and short, I don't advertise. I only advertise in Street Machine Magazine. 
But um, I've ended up with three major builds, which will keep me busy for the next two, th- two three years. Yeah, okay. So I, yep. I only have my street machine ad there just for a, a face. Yep. I changed the name of the business recently only because my the late, my father passed away nearly two years now. And um, it used to be called Aussie Resto, but it's now SR and Son Automotive mm-hmm. Restoration. It's a name that my dad had in the early days. He always wanted to have his boys involved in a business, but none of us, we all went on our own. So I, as I have only one son, so I, I decided to change the name and bring it to that. Yep. But um, no, I don't, I, at this point, I, 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 don't, I, won't, I don't have a Facebook page or anything, yep. but one of the builds is Claude Delisi's build. Mm-hmm. Now, I think Claude will probably kill me for this, but that's all I can say because it's, 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 it's as unique as Mark's car. Except it is also going to be a perfect example of pushing the bracket with DOT. Wow. Okay. Yep. And um, again, I've probably said too much at Claude. Claude will turn up here in a minute. So in saying that, yeah, no, look, I'm, I'm still doing the restoration, but um, happy to say, in fact, look, I'll, I'll, I'll give Clint a plug. plug uh, Clint's great with his mm. work. Yep. He's a great fabricator. He does does really high end work. Um, I had to change the type of clientele I work with. Mm-hmm. Now I can actually give the quality of work only because of the time allowed and the cost allowed. Yep. So I'm in a happy place now myself. Yeah. yeah. Yep. And uh, the business doesn't take much to drive anymore. I mm. can spend more time with other areas. So. Yep. So yeah. Speaking of Clint, I saw you'd finished the truck the other day, the second oh, rebuild. Oh, how cool is it? I saw him driving along oh, Waterloo Road. It was fantastic. I was in my panel van and I couldn't jump out of the window fast enough. <laughs> <laughs> Holding the finger up, he had his, the, uh, this smile I could see just about before the car. Yeah. yeah. He had the whopping smile on his face. So well done to him and it looks fantastic. Wait till you see this thing. He's oh, done it's a magnificent! Fantastic job. Yeah. Well, even his daily driver, the other truck, I saw that actually the other day at the footy. Well, at my son's footy club, but I, I didn't see him, but I saw the truck, and there's only one. There's only one blue effie like that around, yeah, yeah. and uh, so he was uh, around you know there somewhere. Do you know what he did in there? No. So it's uh, correct me if I'm wrong, Clint. Um, it's an FG XR6 front end, also front suspension, everything in That's there. That's right. Yes. So he got that, put the whole motor. Oh, everything like it's amazing and it's such a neat street car with a barra turbo all front like it's like yeah. a proper pro touring f truck yeah. it's just fantastic when i was watching him build it i was like you're a nutcase <laughs> but and it's engineered through and through all perfectly done on the street exactly how it sits that's fantastic <laughs> You can imagine how it stuck out at the Whitford's Junior Football Club. Oh, yeah. I was going there to take my son to play footy. It was a few Sundays ago, and I was like, I said, hang on a sec, that doesn't fit in here. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's awesome. Yeah. Uh, he's, he's done some very good cars. He's got some other ones in the background as well that he's still working on. He's got many cars hiding away, and they'll come back out in the near future. Now he's got his both his F-trucks on. Yeah. So yeah. No, he's yeah. a very clever boy. Mm. All right, well, look, thanks, guys, and thanks, Vicky. Thank you for coming in for this podcast. And, uh, well, look, no doubt we'll have to catch up again in, in soon when you have more more details for our listeners. We really appreciate you coming on the, the podcast for this episode. It's been a really – I actually got a lot out of this, this episode, so I really appreciate that. 
And look, I mean, if anyone has any questions, feel free to email us and we can direct the questions to you. But if they go to the Facebook page or the website, they can they can get further information there. I think for what you've done today... Um, Hopefully we've cleared out a few things. Yeah, you know, for me, um, Nick, having to be able to talk to Mark, frankly, about a lot of things, um, I think it's the first time both of us have sat together in one podcast mm. because it was always... Ha- us guys as ASMF doing what we've done, and Chris did a great job, thanks to Vicky. But um, I said to Mark, I said, I never thought of it that way, but I, I realised that talking to Mark and myself being here together tonight um, really gives me more clarity yep. with what we both under, how we both understand each other. So for me, this is a big step, yep. I think, moving forward. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Yep. No, that sounds great. Yeah, yep. there is lots going on in the background, guys, and yeah. don't forget Bridgestone Morley. All right, Bridgestone <laughs> Morley. <laughs> Morley. Don't forget. <laughs> it's a big shop. You can't miss it, really. Ma- massive big red shop. building in Morley. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Come on down. <laughs> now, good luck with that, Mark. Uh, thank you, Vicky. We'll talk soon, no doubt. <clears throat> Stan, we'll talk soon as well, thank no you. doubt. All Th- right. Thanks, Nick. Thanks, Nick. Talk and power. Your motorsport and motoring radio show. Now on 88.5 FM, the valley comes alive. And podcasting across iTunes and talkandpower.com.au.